Welcome to Radio Grognar, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, hello, it's Old Man Grognar here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. All right, let's talk about what you should have for prep and what you should have for the table. We'll talk about that after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. See, I am not... Let me explain something. Youngins, I am not uh, lacking for things to use for prep or for table for that matter. I've got a lot of game books here. Plus, there's the internet and things like that. But there are some books that I would never think of taking to the table with me which is something that new newbie GMs got to understand. You you can't you can't take something very encyclopedic or something and use it at the table even if you have to come up with an adventure right away. Okay? Like for instance, I have the tome of adventure design. I would never think of taking that to the table. But if I had something like the AD&D 1E Rogues Gallery. I might take that to the table because there are some things you use for prep and some things you use at the table, and but there are also some things you can use both. But you got to know which is which, if you know what I mean. Excuse me. I would take whatever rule set we're using to the table or, or say the supplement I'm using for the campaign world if it's not my own. My own, I would have my notes. There are even, I would even not take some of my note, a lot of my notes to the table if I was doing an original thing. Even if I was doing an original adventure, I would not take those to my table because I would already have that already done and prepped out. What you have to do is condense information. That's what you do. That's what GMs do. When you're doing prep, you use these things as research. And, you know, when you think about it, I thought about this, practically all game books are reference books. That's what they're there for, to show you how to do something, like either run this campaign world or even play the game. That's what they're there for. That's why in libraries I've seen that have game books, they put them in the reference section. The reference section, you can't check them out. But you can sit there and use them for reference. You can look things up. That's what you use these for. You look things up. And the best time to look things up? Before the game. Prepping. That's when you have to, you know, do do all the, do all your due diligence and do your pre- preparation for the adventure. I've even not taken the module I'm using because I've already condensed it in my notes. And if I can get it down to as little pages as possible, 
that is so much better. So much better. I would, I would take, like I said, I would take the campaign world and the rules with me in case, and just, just in case, cross my fingers, that I have to look something up. And if I do look something up, it's going to be during a break. Because I'm not going to sit there and flip through pages, no matter what the book is, flip through pages while the game is going on. You got to keep the game going. So that is something that you just have to kind of learn. Some books are obvious. Like I said, Tome of Adventure Design, something like that. Or let's see, what else do I have on here? Um, the Arduin Trilogy. Yeah, right. Uh, I would may take, what I would do is take some of the tab tables out of the books if I want to use them. But I wouldn't take the whole thing. That's kind of ludicrous. Uh, let's see, like the Storytellers uh, Thesaurus, which I have down there. I wouldn't use that. The ABC of Monsters, I wouldn't use that. Encyclopedia Magica, no. Those are all reference books. Reference books you use before the game and after the game, if you got to look something up. If there's a problem during the game, that's what you're there for. Make a ruling and then fix it later. And don't forget to tell the players that. I'm making a ruling. I will... Look at this later and come up with something that... I know there are certain situations where if you, if you make a ruling... How shall I say this? You have to have a ruling right away. You have to have a decision right away. Because it's, it depends on the character's actions or whatever. But for the most part, you make a ruling and then you fix it later. And that's where the reference books come in. Uh, if, if uh, you know, I would, and then I would like, like my group has a Facebook group, I would just get on there and, and say, uh, okay, I looked this up. I didn't really see anything to cover the situation. So this is, so I'm going to let my decision stand. And then the next session, you sit down and say, this is, if you, and by that time you're doing prep for another session, so you can think about that and see if that works. And if it doesn't work, you change it in the next session and say, okay, this is what, this is how it's going to work from here on. And stick by it. Stick by it, stick by it, stick by it. You really have to do that. That's the way to GM. Now, I feel like I've gotten off on a tangent, but it, the, the, it remains that the fact that there's about half the books that you have are not for the table. They are not. They are for you. They are for you to condense. You have to do the diligence. You have to do the work. Sorry. You know, I will take a module and break it down into bullet points and take that if it's a single sheet or two sheets, you know, something like that. I'd love to have it as one sheet, one-sided, but it, that never happens with me, mainly because I don't have a regular, a regular campaign. I tend to do a lot of one-shots, which I'm really sick of doing, but that's neither here nor there. Like something like basic fantasy is great to take the table. Hell, give one to each player, you know, but I'm not going to take uh, the Morgans for it thing there. I'm just going to look it up afterwards, you know, or before the ship, before the game and say, okay, well, okay, I want to do this adventure and here's the bullet points. And what you have to do then is kind of guesstimate during prep how far you think the players are going to get in that session. If you have a set amount of hours for the session, you figure we have two to three hours. And so I sit down and I plan for two to three hours. Then I read on and plan an hour more. 
because dollars to donuts, they're going to go long. And if they don't go long, if they spent their whole two, three hours, only half the stuff, hey, you still got stuff you already did. So next time you make prep, it's going to be easier. You just got to la- You just got to go from there. So that's what you do with reference material. Uh, uh, first edition Dungeon Master's Guide, you never see that at my table. Maybe to show people, hey, look what I got. But, you know, as far as using it, I'm, then I put it back in my bag. Unless somebody wants to look at it, then I put it back in my bag. But I've got stuff like the Engine series here. Uh, Eureka is a great book. It's got 500 uh, plots for role-playing games, depending on what the, what the scenario is and what the genre is. Great book. Great book. But I can't use that at the table. I really can't. First of all, it takes up too much space. Every, every time I've sat behind the screen... I'm always at a premium for real estate at the table. I don't know why it is. Sometimes I have a TV tray next to me just so I have more room so I can, you know, remove stuff. I just, behind that screen, I never have enough room. I don't care how big the table is. That And books like that take up room. Okay? I mean, when we were running second edition of Hyperborea, I had the second edition book there, but it would be... It would be on the side in my in my bag or something like that, because I know my grandson Gage would, Grandpa, what is this spell here? And if somebody and everybody see everybody else had the book on their like their tablet or their phone, and so what is that? And he doesn't do that kind of stuff. So it's like, okay, here, take the book, look it up, you know, and then just you know lay it to the side or something like that. So yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a a problem. Let me put it that way. Uh, and also, who has time to look through it at the table? Another book, Masks, uh, 1,000 NPCs. Um, that's Now, Masks is something I kind of like waffle on because if you need an NPC for something and you don't spend a whole lot of time looking through it, you can take a break and then look it up. And that I mean that goes for a lot of the things, even even the Eureka one, but I still wouldn't hear. The mask saying, I will, and then I would look up, oh, that's a good NPC, I'll use that. And then when we come back to the game, boom, there he is. And I just start playing it like that. So yeah, you gotta figure out which books you're gonna use at the table and which books are you gonna use at prep. And don't forget to do your prep and you know. Condense things down. That's what you have to do. You can take photocopy. Um, you know, you can make copies. If you have stuff on PDF, yeah, you don't want to take the whole thing. Just take a few tables or whatever you need. And that's what you need. That's what you use. Just go for that. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you for other... For other for single donations, go to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me regularly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sars, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you guys. You are so good. Other podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young, Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, 
Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air.